0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Five Red Lights Formula One podcast, a podcast about all things Formula One and occasionally I rattle on about other series as well. Uh, don't forget to rate this podcast if you can, it depends on where you're listening, and be sure to follow the social media at Five Red Lights Podcast on Instagram and at Five Red Lights F1 on Twitter. In this episode, I'm going to be previewing this weekend's Monaco Grand Prix, which of course is charlotte clerk's home race as well as a home race for most other drivers really because they all live there for the weather and not the tax reasons but anyway flashing back to the last time we we're in monaco which was obviously 2019 because we didn't go last year i know what a shame um what happened that weekend well it was very sad because Lauda died so mercedes had a special livery and everyone wore red hats which i think toto wolf said in an interview that nikki would have absolutely hated but it was a nice touch um it was Pretty much business as usual, qualifying Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen. However, to people who've only started watching F1 in the last two years, shockingly, I know Sebastian Vettel qualified fourth. And even more shocking, Kevin Magnussen qualified his Haas in fifth. And um, I have mentioned it, well, I did an episode on Haas, and that 2019 Haas was either, like, top of the midfield, an absolute dog and apparently he managed to turn it on for one lap in Monaco and then I imagine it was crap again until about six months later I can't really remember. Um, Leclerc had a stinker he qualified 16th but you know him qualifying 16th did create some of the only excitement of the race especially at the start of the race. In terms of the race it was pretty standard Monaco Um, there weren't very many overtakes I think Leclerc did the only few only couple of overtakes of the race um i mean there were some position changes i think you know that came through pit stops but in terms of actual uh on track action i think leclerc did two overtakes and then got a bit confident got a puncture and then demolished his car and ended up retiring um verstappen jumped like i said in a pit stop jumped bottas but then got done for a unsafe release unfortunately which is probably fair. I mean, if you see the replay, it does kind of go for Bottas, in a way. Um, got a five-second penalty for that, which means that Vettel got promoted the second, and Bottas got promoted the third, and Verstappen ended up finishing fourth. Which is a shame, because Verstappen was actually putting some um, pressure on Hamilton. I mean, the problem is, Verstappen was putting pressure on Hamilton and at any other track he probably would have got past him. However, Hamilton managed to keep him behind him on, like... I don't even know, I think they are like 70-lap old mediums or something ridiculous. Um, He was moaning, he was doing his usual, All my tyres are gone. And then, they definitely, well, they were to be fair, a little bit gone, but I mean, nowhere near how he likes to moan. So yeah, that was a shame. What else happened in the race? Not very much, if I'm honest. It was a shame that, I mean, Leclerc, DNF, which is a shame. He's not finished in Monaco for four years, so hopefully he changes that this weekend. Vettel coming second, can't see that being repeated this weekend. Um, Magnussen, as I mentioned, qualified fifth, but then I think he finished like 13th because the Haas was only fast over one lap all weekend. Um, I think Grosjean actually finished ahead of him, despite qualifying about 11 places behind him because of strategy. Um, so that's unfortunate, but yeah. This um the tyres this weekend are softer than the tires they've been doing the last few races so hopefully, well the problem is it's, it's definitely going to be a one stop race. I can hope it's going to be a two stop race, I can hope for some freakish rain but I can't see it happening and I expect this weekend to be very similar to 2019. Anyway, let's talk about this weekend a bit more. Um, I don't know about anyone else, but I think the McLaren livery should come with an 18-plus warning because it's absolutely filthy. Um, I also like Daniel's helmet a lot. Um, Lando's is nice. I just prefer Daniel's. It's bright orange, and I love a bit of orange. Um, I suppose we probably will get a better fight this weekend because at Monaco, power's pretty irrelevant. Red Bull normally go quite well round here. I am hoping for big things from Red Bull, um, but then because of the weird format of Monaco with practice being on the Thursdays and then you have Friday off besides a weird F2 sprint race that was today, Um, Ferrari have apparently found pace somewhere and either they're cheating again or or not cheating because the FIA wouldn't tell us what they were doing either they're cheating again or their car is just weirdly good around Monaco I hope it's weirdly good around Monaco um, Sainz and the clerk have both been quite coy in their interviews. They've been giving. Uh, Crofty was talking about it in the coverage. They've both been giving like the same line, like, "Oh yeah, we're just we're just coming here and trying to be best of the rest." And then they're being absolutely amazing in the practice sessions. And apparently, signs like Marco went up to talk to signs and was like, "Tell me that was low fuel." Sainz was like, "You'll find out on Saturday. So either um, it's going to be a Ferrari one-two or a Ferrari." 12, 13, and they've been running the cars with no fuel in. I honestly don't know. Um, I hope for a good Ferrari weekend, but maybe not. Uh, coming into the weekend, I quite fancied McLaren to be up there with, well, just the. I expected McLaren to be the third fastest team, but it does honestly look like Ferrari are the third fastest team right now. Um, it's a shame Ricardo isn't fully confident in the McLaren because he loves to go around Monaco. He could have had a few wins if Red Bull hadn't shafted him. Like when was it was it 2016 when they just forgot his tires or something with the pit stop that was a very awkward podium photo he does not look happy um but yeah i wouldn't be surprised if mclaren qualified quite highly but then they haven't been looking that good in practice but then they were doing some test items and monaco does seem like quite a weird track to test at but that's what that's what they've been doing so you never know at least that's the impression i got from team radio that they've been testing and stuff in terms of the other teams on the grid i suppose we better spend a bit of time talking about them um, well no i've not actually talked about red bull that much red bull looked good um, red bull love a bit of monaco they scored their first podium in f1 i think at monaco david Coulthard, Christine horner said if they scored a Mon- if they scored a podium he would jump in the pool naked which unfortunately happened um, don't google those photos you will cry yourself to sleep yeah um it would be nice to see a red bull on pole because that would mean a red bull win unless the engine conked out which probably would happen with our luck but then again i wouldn't be surprised to see mercedes up there in the practice sessions so far there have been a few surprises well not entirely Sonoda's never actually driven around monaco before the only experience he's had has been on the games so i expect him to be lacking a bit well you know i think we'll let him off it's quite a hard circuit not to bugger up as we have seen because alonso has only driven this circuit about 15 times and he managed to crash into the wall um speaking of alonso alpine haven't actually been as fast as i thought they would be but then again monaco is just weird isn't it it's not really representative of much um let's have i'm just having a look at the practice two times right now Giovinazzi in ninth, Raikkonen in eleventh. Well, Alpha love a little outside the points finish, don't they? I imagine they'll finish eleventh and twelfth as they love to do. Uh, looks like another hard weekend for Aston Martin. I just, I just don't know what's gone wrong with them. They just don't look. They don't. They don't have the power, or maybe the car's too draggy. But then it's also it's either too understeery or too unstable or something that it's just like some cars, like the Red Bull, I suppose. Like they love a street circuit. And maybe on a power track, they're down to the other cars, but they have the street circuits. But then the Aston just seems to be naff everywhere. Like, I honestly don't know what happened. Like, they've buggered that car up something mad. Of course, Artmar's going to moan about, oh, it's the rake. The rake is costing us a second palat. It's like, no, like, if it if rakes not costing you a second per lap, let's be honest. Mercedes is still doing okay. So. He just needs to shut up a bit. What else happened? Oh, that is actually very surprising. Mazepin, in FP2, managed to finish ahead of Mick Schumacher, which, I don't know. We'll, we'll let Mick off. Maybe he was having a rough day. Or, um, I don't know. I don't really see how that would happen. To be fair, it was by a hundredth of a second. So, yeah. I, I still fully expect Mazepin to hit a wall, um, a spectator, or to crash into the ocean on sunday i maybe maybe the ocean will be the funniest option as i mentioned about a minute ago before i got distracted talking about Mazapin crashing into the ocean you can see that if Sonoda manages to become a mclaren expert the pace for the alpha Tari could potentially be there free practice two gasly finished seventh Sonoda finished 20th but then again as I just said he has not I don't think he has much of an idea what to do around Monaco he only found out that the practice was on Thursdays rather than Fridays about two weeks ago and yeah Gasly finished fourth in practice one as well whereas Sonoda came ninth but then there was some weird results in practice one with Leclerc in 20th and then he came second or was it second or was it first in practice two for Leclerc first so yeah practice one was a bit weird If I had to make some broad assumptions for this weekend, I'd say strong weekend for McLaren, strong weekend for Ferrari. Obviously, Red Bull and Mercedes are guaranteed to be up there. Um, I think that Alpine will fall back a bit. I think Alpha may find their way into the top 10. One car, probably Kimi, let's be honest. Um, I do not expect Mazepin to finish ahead of Schumacher in any other sessions because, I mean, that's probably the only time it'll happen all year. Russell. I don't know there is a chance there is a very slight chance that like the williams is very unpredictable if it decides it likes monaco he may get into q3 i don't think it'll happen but then again it's monaco so all he needs is a mistake from a few other cars like he's been coming 15th in his q2s but there is no reason he couldn't get into q3 probably won't happen but a q3 would probably give him the best chance of getting points he'll get all year so I'd like to see it happen but yeah um Quali, I'm gonna predict a Max Verstappen pole, a Lewis Hamilton second place and a Perez third place and then the, here's the thing I don't know I don't think Bottas will be up there I wouldn't be surprised to see a Ferrari on the second row I'd like to see a Ferrari on the second row however I think Bottas Bottas could be fourth, but then again, it could also be Leclerc. I don't think signs are like qualified Leclerc, but I think he might have a decent chance of getting second or third row. Um, in the race, I think it'll probably be the exact same as Quali, unless there's a crash or someone's engine blows up. It, it It's very predictable. I'm, I might honestly just watch the last lap. But yeah, so three predictions. We're saying for pole, we're saying. A Russell Q3 and a Ferrari on the podium. Um, I'm not specifying which Ferrari. It'll probably be Leclerc. But I don't want to commit myself to that. Because if Science got on a podium, I'll be very, very happy. If somehow Ferrari get pole I would be even more happy. However, it's let's be honest, it's not gonna happen. But anyway, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, a review of the race will be released on Tuesday. I am kind of in the middle of an exam on Tuesday so it might be a short one Sh- short and sweet I mean I wish Monaco was short and sweet it's quite a long race in terms of being incredibly boring and um, to be fair if I ever had to review a race during an exam uh, Monaco is the best one just do a quick summary of all the overtakes might not even be worth an intro 20 second podcast Um if you enjoyed this episode and I wasn't too sarcastic. Please follow the podcast, give it a rate where possible. Follow the social media at Five Red Lights Podcast on Instagram and at Five Red Lights F1 on Twitter. Thanks again. Let's all pray for at least three overtakes. Let's increase it from 2019 three overtakes in the race on Sunday. And goodbye.